0: the spanish announce table
1: tom it's thanksgiving coming up tomorrow as of this recording it is wednesday the 21st of november 2018 the year of the new idea tom what uh what have you done since we last talked and what are you going to be doing coming up for thanksgiving
0: without spoiling (laughs) next
1: week obviously
0: yeah so uh still engaged right
1: Oh wow, that's longer than I thought.
0: Yeah, yeah. Give, give me, give me the, give me the sound. The da 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 da. Wait, wait. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: take two. Uh, what did you say there again, Tom?
0: I said uh, uh, last week, going into this week, uh-huh. still engaged. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. Right. She still is going with this. God, it's crazy. She still hasn't figured. She it it still hasn't figured it out. And I'm not drugging her either. Which I is, you, you know not some people some people thought but i'm not really hand, not, hand not on giving title. her the
1: old other than the old thousand milligram of my is that
0: right that's all it is it's
1: that a wholesome all... family show here on the spanish nouns table ladies and gentlemen. as
0: always if you've listened to past episode uh-huh. episodes as always um no so we've been uh doing a lot of the wedding planning uh checking out venues uh things like that trying to get a Jumpstart on all of that fun festivities because we're still, you know, February 2020. But I think because even though it's February and that's kind of like an off season for weddings, the leap day thing is something that I think will be popular. Uh, So we're still trying to get venues locked down. We got a couple more visits with um, places tomorrow. Uh, Did a couple visits this past couple days. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. And then uh, Thanksgiving, just going to do the whole, uh, you know, my parents are divorced, so mom in the morning, dad in the afternoon, and then Friday uh, is her family. So Mm. that's kind of low-key, because we kind of did Thanksgiving last weekend with her family. That's why I did the whole proposal thing, because uh, her uh, her brother came into town from Omaha, And so we kind of did the birthday party slash Thanksgiving, all that. And then Friday, we'll just kind of do another smaller, you know, thing, probably just going over wedding details because her mom's involved and things like that. So Uh, how many of the details,
1: how how many of the details are okay, Tom? And then you just stand here. Okay. You just stand there and that's it.
0: That's what I keep telling her. But every time she's like, no, I want your input. I'm like, I don't, uh, my only, my only, uh, Request is that the uh, wedding and reception is in the same place. Other than that, I don't care. Yeah. Literally, I don't care. Everything else can be the – I don't – literally have no no desire or input. I don't – doesn't bother me. But the mm-hmm. only thing I want for sure is the wedding and reception in the same place. I've never liked the whole – okay, the wedding's over here now we're going to drive 15 minutes to another place and then uh, hopefully everyone finds it and hopefully you find another parking spot. And then I have family that has some health concerns, so getting them up and down and moving around, just try to limit that as much as possible. So Mm -hmm. that was my only request. That is literally it. Everything else, I say yes, just yep, uh uh-huh, sure, (laughs) okay, great, great, yep, uh uh-huh, yep, thank you, that's it, sure, yep, uh uh-huh, okay, yep, sure, yep. That's what I've been doing the entire time i like that i like all
1: of that yeah so now we understand the one thing we can count on for sure that won't happen is that the wedding and the reception won't be in the same place so exactly right. yeah,
0: yeah. oh like one thing what about you what's uh what you, what have you been up to and what do you got coming up for thanksgiving tom i um
1: this weekend actually friday night uh i thought nothing right i thought we didn't have any major plans over the weekend right nothing crazy was going on and my wife calls me it's about two o'clock at work gonna get off at four right she was like mm-hmm. hey uh two of her friends right they want to go out we're going out and i was like oh okay and they're like yeah we're gonna go out to the improv we're gonna go out to some bars in westport and we're gonna party all night and i'm like all right we're doing that right so suddenly you know get home get changed go out do all that we went to the kc improv down you know down your neck of the woods down there if you've been to a Mm -hmm. show down there super Mm -hmm. fun we know one of the performers uh in the in the improv group there uh super fun guy named lewis um so we we did that that was super fun went all around the westport bars tom and i can't remember half the names of them or even any other names of them because i was just kind of following the crowd and, and enjoying myself but it was a good time down there i mean you can speak to this you know uh, it can get loud and rowdy down there in the Westport area
0: did you go to insomnia cookies though
1: we didn't but we talked about it um my yeah, wife had been have. there before in one of okay. her friends like bachelor parties they were down in that area and they had some insomnia cookies and so we you know i told the stories uh of insomnia mm-hmm. cookies that we shared here amongst the spanish announce table universe yeah so we did that um uh had a great th- oh and we also kinda of back and forth with crossroads since they're in close proximity, you know. We went mm-hmm. up to up down for a little bit. We still have some coins mm-hmm. left over from David Hayden on the Tim and Tom episode when he dumped about a thousand of those things on us. Uh, yeah, he's a good dude. Um yeah. uh, K Um I don't know if he's if we're supposed to tell anybody that he did that. Um <laughs> Hey, you know, you know, it's who you know, right?
0: Perks perks of a podcast. You know uh, what I mean? Perks yeah. of a podcast.
1: And then uh, one of the big things about the weekend for anybody in this area here in the Kansas City area coming up was the Monday night football game, you know. So we spent watching that and what an what what a game. I mean, this isn't a football podcast, but I mean we've talked about it before. I mean, that was intense. Nobody's ever scored that many points and lost a football game, so that was a weird you know, that was a weird was thing to witness. What a game. What's I've seen things that have never happened before that I've ever seen multiple times in one game. It was just, what is going on here?
0: And, you know, the thing with that uh, game in particular that I thought was interesting is, you know everyone thought both offenses were just going to run up and down the field. And they did for the most part. But how many defensive big plays were made, right? There was a strip sack. There was an interception for a touchdown. Uh, I think we even got a strip sack. It was the defense, even though, yeah, 50 points were given up, a lot of those were credit to the defense either by scoring it themselves or putting them in a position where – whatever offense it was, was at like the 20 or 10-yard line. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I was more impressed that the defenses were able to keep up for as long as they did, but good night. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, six touchdowns. Uh, The L.A. Rams, just everyone is awesome there. Marcus Peters getting that interception. I bet you that felt good for him. I sure Uh, did, yeah. And the Chiefs, two losses on the road, both by a field goal to, you know, the Patriots, who are the Patriots, and the L.A. Rams, who could – possibly be the best team in the the nfc so not horrible losses Uh, and
1: i think i felt like they they handed that one away at the end too had they kareem hunted uh you know when they had a minute 50 left and scored that touchdown late or had uh skandrick pulled down that uh, was it skandrick or was it fuller i can't remember who just barely missed that interception Mm -hmm. late in the game like a few things here and there you know but that's any nfl game that's close but you know
0: right and there was a couple weird interceptions like that one interception that like went off the head or the helmet. And then that you do that a hundred times. You do that on a Madden video game and you say the game's cheating. You know what I mean? Like it was one of those plays. So, uh, and then both field goal kickers missed missing extra points, uh, things like that. It was a weird game, but it was a fun game. It was probably the game of the year, uh, so far. And, uh, (sighs) It's yeah, one of it the fun to best watch.
1: games I've ever watched, man, just for, from, I I and I heard the guys talk about this on the local radio that, you know, you've watched many games where, for whatever reason, the team comes back, or at the ending, it was crazy, and you go, oh, wow, what a game, but if you think about it, you're like, oh, man, the first 40 minutes of that game really sucked, mm-hmm. but this game from start to finish, you were just like, what in the hell is going on yeah. in this game? It was it, was,
0: it was crazy, yeah, it was, it was a really fun game, I was glued to my seat uh, watching yeah. it the entire time. Uh, loved it, but yeah. uh, so. Uh, but anyhow, what are you doing for Thanksgiving?
1: Well, um, well, we're we're visiting uh, some friends who live close by. Uh, some of my wife's, you know, long term friends that we talked about, going to visit their family. We're all going to, you know, have the two families uh, have a big Thanksgiving together. We'll also be finishing this flooring over this four days that we have off, Tom. That's our goal, right? Finish the flooring Good that we've luck. been working on forever and tending to the newly acquired this evening, Tom. Two two new cats to the ranch oh my
0: goodness look at you getting all the animals
1: not yeah this was a uh, i got a call today and it was like hey uh
0: probably gonna get some
1: cats it's like all right well and and she's like well you got to get two right can't just get one can't bring one here to five you got to have two of them right so she found two that had kind of like been together and Got two cats tonight. What's we, their names? Well, so you know our habit of naming after where they had been rescued from, right? We found mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. that was yep. uh, rescued from Independence and one from St. Louis. So we have Indy and Lewis in the in the house. Hey, now. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What two part of Independence? Cats? I have no clue. They we got them at the same shelter. This is just like oh, you got them at the shelter. Picked, gotcha. Right. And
0: then oh, okay, I understand. Right. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, we didn't go drive, find some cats, and grab them by the scruff and be like, "Come here, cat." Yeah. You, never know. you ah, never know. Look at that cat. Yeah, you look <laughs> homeless. <All right. laughs> so, so yeah, uh, that's our basic thing. Um, and then, you know, oh, another th- big thing about the weekend, uh, as we should be talking about, Tom, Survivor Series and War Games. Survivor
0: Series, yeah, War Games, Survivor Series. What would you think overall of the two? Uh, pay-per-views, I guess we're still calling them. What'd you think?
1: I, I still enjoyed War Games more, and we've talked about there's several reasons why that it's going to tend to give it the nod to begin with, right? The mm-hmm. odds are we're going to enjoy War Games more. Um, but even that, I'd say I probably enjoyed the previous War Games better than this one, you know. Um, Survivor Series was good, um, but not, you know, nothing to write home about, but that's anything with WWE anymore, it feels like.
0: I thought if you if you... If you trim down the fat of what Survivor Series is, right, you don't put everything in there and you just get to what the the main points of the show were supposed to be about. I thought it was a great show, right? I thought Brock Lesnar, Daniel Bryan was really fun. I thought Rhonda Charlotte was really fun. Uh, I thought even though there was really no story and no, you know, reason to care, Seth Rollins, Nakamura was fun. Um the men's uh, and women's uh, elimination matches were fun, but then yeah, the other fillers I thought were kind of not needed. Um, War games, I agree with you. I think I like the first one more than this one. Yeah. Um, nothing. Nothing was bad about it. No, There's nothing bad but, about it. It. It felt like to me, the NXT t- uh, War Games felt like the first show where it felt like WWE was involved, if that makes any sense. Like, NXT is always – I know it's WWE, but it's always felt like Triple H's pet project. Mm -hmm. This one felt like a WWE show that they called NXT. It had some different type of feel to it. I don't know. I can't pinpoint, like, exactly what it was, but there was something where I just felt like – Oh, this is a great WWE show, but this isn't an NXT show. It, something mm. was missing there, but I enjoyed it. I, let, let me first clarify. I enjoyed it. Matt Riddle opening up any NXT show I'm going to be a fan of. So yeah, I mean, as soon was, as he came out, I loved it.
1: It it was kind of a weird thing. It made a little more sense if you saw on any of the, the pre-panel stuff, the kickoff show panel stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, Cassie Sono had come out basically mm-hmm. claiming he's like, I'm going to knock you out in a second, right? So then yeah. – outcomes you know here he comes and then riddles you know giving him the what for so um yeah i mean now look if if this was uh a somewhat slightly lower than average nxt well then they're doing pretty well
0: exactly yeah like i said for the bar that they've set it's pretty incredible that they can keep hitting that mark each and every time mm-hmm. this time i thought they hit the mark they just didn't exceed it as if they or as they have in the past that's all i'm saying yeah. i thought it was really good i thought everything was fun i thought ricochet's dive off the top was incredible uh i like pete dunn getting trapped in the uh, cage for a little bit trying to figure out a way and the refs getting the um crowbar or whatever it was Mm -hmm. i thought that was good there was a lot of good elements and i like that matt riddle starts off the show because you know all of those were either extreme feuds or title matches so it kind of felt like well wait a minute who would kick this off right Right. like you're you're cheapening the women's title match if that kicks off the show you're cheapening a blood feud like alistair black and johnny gargano so it makes sense let's have a four Five second match and Cassius Ono sold the hell out of being knocked out. Yeah, I did. thought he did great mm-hmm. in the five seconds he was there. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. awesome.
1: Yeah, I think the one thing that kind of stuck out to me that makes it feel just kind of like, okay, is that there really isn't anything like that was really furthered or any big moment that made you go, oh my God, what's going to happen next? Right now mm-hmm. it just feels like, okay, clean slate. Where are we going from here?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it felt, yeah, uh, I agree. It felt like a good, hey, all right. Now what's the next step? I thought it was like I said, very good show. Um, I liked uh, Velveteen Dream coming out as Hollywood uh, Hogan. Right. Uh, that was yeah. great. That's I thought great. he was even great when he did the point and the big foot and the leg drop. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, you run that was the really risk fun.
1: there, Dream, though, of starting to be shticky, right? You're going to have to do it, and then pretty, what is going to be, you know, like it'll be cool a couple times when you do Dusty and Macho, but then at some point, you know, like. You know, if you have a 15 year career, are you still pulling this out? What, we're going to be scrapping big boss man one time. Like, what are we going to do here?
0: Right. Right, wow, That might Brian. be kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, right? yeah maybe. You let's never know. It. Yeah, let's do it. I like it. Yeah, Akeem. Is he going to come out as Akeem? That would be fun.
0: <laughs> that would be funny. All right. uh, so, what did you think of Survivor Series?
1: It just, it felt like how I felt going in. It's kind of like, all right, well, this is about to happen. And then after it happened, I was like, yeah, well, this happened. It just didn't really feel like anything.
0: <laughs> what do you think that- about the big. Go ahead.
1: It was weird that Raw got the clean sweep, especially with SmackDown going in and the whole best in the world. and it, That just felt like a weird turn that I didn't expect.
0: Yeah, and I thought they kind of put themselves in a corner, uh, especially with the Daniel Bryan-Brock Lesnar match, right? So Daniel Bryan gets the big heat. He's the big bad villain. But he's going up, going up against, and I mentioned this in the last episode, a big bad villain, the biggest villain and monster there is in WWE, Brock Lesnar. So it's well, one, why do I care if we're saying this is real, right? They're both shitheads, so I hope they both double knockout lose, and both then shithead. right, and then if they lose, you know, one's gonna look kind of cheap, and yeah. I, even though Daniel Bryan lost, and I thought that was a really good match, I feel like. They should have done something to keep him saving face, right? AJ Styles could have grabbed a leg or someone's music could have hit and then distracted Daniel Bryan or Braun Strowman tries to go out there to, you know, get his hands on Brock Lesnar ends up hitting uh, Daniel Bryan. You know, Daniel Bryan gets knocked out and loses that way. I thought a clean loss, even though, you know, It'll be fine because last year AJ Styles lost clean, and then he looked to be amazing after that. I just felt like there should have been something; it, it shouldn't have all just been clean like that. So uh, that was my only criticism of that match. I thought it was really good, though. I, I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it, I didn't like hate it after it got yeah. done. I just kind of felt I was like, yeah, kind of almost the same way I felt about War Games. I was like, yeah, well, that was good. You know, like everybody did a good job. Nobody was mm-hmm. particularly bad. I don't feel like you know it was just kind of like a.
0: All right, and then Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. First off, Ronda, I think, man, I cannot be more impressed with each time she's given the ball and said, "like Run with this." She does it spectacularly. It is incredible that she yeah, can pick better. this up. Yep. Yeah, each better and every time. time. Yeah. I think, I think it's all hands on deck. You know, I think when Kurt Angle was doing it, it was, "Hey Kurt, sink or swim," but we got Rock, we got Triple H, we've got. Austin, we got other people to take care of. I think with Ronda Rousey, and maybe I'm just guessing here, but it feels like, hey, everyone, stop! We're going to make sure every detail of Ronda's match and promo is perfect. So you know, Vince, Triple H, Road Dogg, uh, Adam Pearce—they're all working on it. Now, I could just be making that up, but that's my guess on uh, Ronda Rousey and how far she's uh, come in such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. But I also think she is talented. The only thing my criticism with that. Actually, I have two criticisms. Criticisms. Um, one, it felt like, oh, so Charlotte's playing the role of Becky, right? Like the whole beating up yeah, and then like is, snap thing. I was yeah. like, oh, so, so this just we're just literally doing the same match if Becky was here. And then two, and this is a kayfabe thing that really irritates me, is Charlotte put Rhonda's neck in a chair and stomped on it. Yep. Now, if we're kayfabing this, holy shit. She broke her throat or her neck right. or Wind something. Pipe, right. Windpipe. Right. Windpipe. And at the end of that, not even maybe 3 minutes later, she's just walking up the ramp.
1: Yeah. No stretcher, Next night, cutting a promo. Yeah. That's what not I'm saying. Horse. But like
0: Yeah, no no bruising on the neck, Swollen. nothing. And that's on Raw, but I'm saying, like, the night of, like, yeah, no stretcher, no don't move, no X sign, you know, because they love to do that. Yeah. And I was just like, really?
1: Yeah, if you can take
0: really? a chair to the throat, what, you know? like, that's... Yeah, that was the only thing where either the refs have to stop that from happening and then she can walk up, or if she's going to take that, in my opinion, that's a, like, career ender type of move. You need to have her escorted out on the stretcher, you know, make this look to be like the worst thing to ever happen. Um, I'm a little tired of, well, Hey, you know how we make someone stale hot again. They just go crazy, go crazy. Everyone it's, it's starting to run thin on me. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, Becky did it and we had some reasoning behind it, right? She's the one that works hard. Charlotte's the one that gets, you know, everything handed to her. Okay. I can get behind this one, Yeah, but Charlotte saying like, I can't beat Rhonda. So I'm just going to, you know, beat her up against the rules. Yeah, okay. But I don't think the third time we do this with, you know, fill in the blank Naomi or whoever it is. I don't know if that one's going to be as good as the first. So, yeah. uh. I thought it was a good match. Like I said, Ronda killed it, but those two things kind of made me go, mm-hmm. could have been better.
1: Well, I, and uh, you weren't alone because we're going to go uh, <laughs> to the to the Twitter machine over here, Tom, and check out if you use hashtag tweet the table on Twitter. Uh, we'll chime in with some of the better ones here um, on the show right here. And one of our uh, long-term friends of the show, at B underscore double underscore D said, wait. So now Charlotte is a heel that fights for the honor of Becky. What in the hashtag tweet the table? Yeah, they just took a sudden weird turn again. WWE panics when something happens, right? A, an injury or a you know a missed couple of weeks here, they go, oh man, we gotta go, you know, do this drastic thing with with somebody we know. And it's just they can't. No patience and no, you know, like I don't know, I don't even know well, the it, word I'm looking for here, but.
0: It, they they hold the course when it's something that they demand, right? Roman Reigns' is face. No, no, Roman Reigns' is face. Well, yeah. we don't want that. No, Roman Reigns' is face. And we're like, fine, whatever. But this one, we're like, okay, well, let's see Charlotte as the face and Becky as the – or, you know, mm-hmm. Charlotte as her character kind of lost her way and Becky as the badass and we'll just see where it goes. Nope, now Charlotte's also the badass mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what now? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. It's very reactive. It's not proactive.
1: Well, and you were speaking of Ronda Rousey, and at the ultimate one, I don't know if you remember this guy, he says, I doubted that Ronda Rousey would be entertaining when she first talked about joining the WWE, but it took to tonight to prove me wrong. Hashtag tweet the table.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I agree with that too. Like When she first came on, I was like, man, this is not going well. And we kept saying like, I mean, they should have went with Shayna Baszler, right? Which is mm-hmm. who's still light years ahead of her in the mm-hmm. you know heel department and the you know just kind of mic work department, you know the believability, as it were. But yet Ronda Rousey has done nothing but improve significantly each time. I mean, there's still a bit each of the time. there's still a little bit of the Roman Reigns nursery rhyme cadence mm-hmm. to it, but she's and getting much words. more comfortable.
0: Yeah, and some of the words that I think she's being told to say, I'm like, I don't know if anyone would ever say that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I remember I did a a a commercial in college, and I used the word however, and I was like, however, as a transitional word, Mm -hmm. and I remember my my teacher was like, no one would ever say that in a conversation. You know, like, and then this, 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 and however, and I feel like I hear a lot of however's in Ronda Rousey's. promos where i'm like i don't know if she would ever say that i think you know and hey look she has to remember 10 to 12 minutes of lines it feels like and so she's doing great but some of the lines i wish she would kind of take some ownership on and say like i'm not gonna say that because that doesn't sound like something i would say
1: she's also the one gonna have to be doing radio bro and every television and Mm -hmm. every everything so she doesn't Mm -hmm. have as much time to sit in the back memorizing the lines either honestly yeah. so there's that too yeah uh, you also talked about rollins and at the ice man forever agrees with you says rollins is on another level hashtag survivor series hashtag tweet the table and rollins is just before he got injured man he was white hot and that injury set him back as far as say a um a crowd popularity standpoint mm-hmm. but just mm-hmm. you know he's still just as excellent as he was then
0: yeah and poor nakamura i mean i feel like he's just getting lost each and every week. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're doing. It's so upsetting to kind of look at WrestleMania and he had a main event spot with AJ Styles. And now he wasn't even on SmackDown. I don't think like if we fast forward to SmackDown, I don't even see that he was on there and we have him losing clean to uh, Seth Rollins, which again, it's not bad to lose clean. I'm not opposed to that. And I think sometimes it's definitely warranted, but sometimes save a little face, right? Have Rusev, cost Nakamura the match. Something. Right. Uh, it just felt like, eh, that stinks. Yeah. And one other note I was going to say about Survivor Series, think about this, of how deep the roster is for WWE. I'm going to mention these people's names, and either for injury or just lack of use because of storylines, these people weren't used. And I, it's mind-boggling who wasn't on Survivor Series. So, Roman Reigns... Bray Wyatt, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Luke Harper. Those are five guys right there that were not on yeah. Survivor Series. Yeah, Rusev. Rusev. Lana. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's so those, many. Yeah, it's so many. You, you could create a new promotion with those seven people. Mm-hmm. You could. And they weren't even on this roster, or well, they weren't even on this event. This is what we talked about, and I sent
1: you a thing. We didn't do like a news segment, but there's (laughs) there's rumors going around, and now there's trademarks that have been pulled that point to maybe you know the owner of the was it Jaguars that
0: they said yeah Jacksonville Jaguars Um,
1: might be starting a pro wrestling company that's involving you know Rhodes and the Young Bucks and stuff, and and we talked about that there needs to be a quality competitor that has money and entertainment connections, you know, and business acumen, and that as somebody like an NFL owner would. Um, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, because WWE just has everybody and they got so many people that they can't even use them all. And it's just really, I mean, like, yeah, great for the workers. They're getting money, but like, man, is this product is really just kind of gone stale.
0: Well, and it's great for us in, in a bigger picture in the sense of, you know, back in the attitude era, let's say 1998, uh, before he actually did go away. But if stone cold, Steve Austin gets hurt during the Austin McMahon, uh, storyline, Man, that's a huge blow to WWE. Now, you know Roman Reigns goes out because of a real legit illness. So does Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Bray Wyatt's just not being used. AJ Styles, I guess, is renegotiated in contract. So, but he wasn't on the show either. And then Rusev. I mean, those five guys are not on the show, and we don't miss a beat, right? So we still get Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And Brock I didn't president. even so, notice exactly like it was like oh that's great but yeah. man you just named those people and like you said if this jacksonville jaguars guy uh you know throws some money at it like ted turner did back in the day maybe uh kevin owens and Sami Zayn does go to the elite and, and hangs out with cody rhodes and the young bucks and stuff oh, like that and you know be good. It's, just, it's just it's just incredible I, I, as i was watching i was like yeah some of my favorite guys are not even on this show and this is a five-hour show yeah
1: Well, here's what was on the show, and and I I think – well, it was on the kickoff show, and I think we like it there on the kickoff show, but at WIRCata doesn't. He says, I wish a cruiserweight title match could actually take place on the main card and not always be relegated to the kickoff. Hashtag WWE Survivor Series, hashtag Tweet the Table. What do you think, Tom? You think uh, the cruiserweight title should be on the main show?
0: No, I just – Until it it gains traction with the storyline that people care about, right? Like, I get it's the one title on the one show, but I feel like 205 Live would be better served on the NXT TakeOver shows, right? Mm -hmm. Put, you know, like we said, there was four matches, well, five, because the impromptu Matt Riddle, uh, Cassius Ono, but... You know, make the five matches and put two oh five live on the NXT Takeover War Game show. Why not? Why does it have to be on the main roster? It would be better served. It would get more time. The more indie smarks would pop hotter for it than the you know general uh, exhausted WWE fan. So I feel like it'd be better served on NXT Takeover mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think you hit the nail on the head about it, too. It's until that thing has a compelling storyline that anybody really care. I mean, like, sure, some people probably care about it, but it's not moving the needle for WWE's mm-hmm. purposes. And I really like that idea that you had with the 205 Live there. Remember, they used to do the NXT UK stuff alongside yeah. the TakeOver. So, I mean, there's no really yeah. that, that that uh, you know, model is already there. I like that idea. I would go with it.
0: Yeah, I would too. I feel like, you know, you do let's say it's five total matches. You do two NXTs, then in the 205 live smack it right in the middle of it and then your two main event uh NXT um storylines to close the show. I feel like that's perfect. Uh, uh
1: I like what you said there. You should always smack it right in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> yeah. always smack it right. In the middle of it. I'm writing this down because that's a uh, title candidate right there. I got right in the middle of it. And it is Thanksgiving later on in the show. Stick with us. We're each going to tell you three things that we're thankful for about pro wrestling this year. Isn't that interesting, Tom?
0: I think so, you know, we've kind of kept that as a tradition here on the show where we've said, you know, themes of holidays. Uh, you know, New Year's we do what we wish for or resolutions, things like that, uh or what we wish for is Christmas and then resolutions are New Year's and so Thanksgiving we do thankful fours as it should be. And so yeah, that'll be a little bit later in later on in the show. Mm-hmm.
1: But we're going to take a break right now, but coming up shortly after this break uh, we're going to talk about the fallout of Survivor Series and the war games. We've got the, you know, the Raw, the SmackDown. Oh, before we go, uh, I did have one more Tweet the Table pertaining to Survivor Series, Tom, that we forgot about. And I kind of, a little shocked that we didn't bring this one up. Now
0: right,
1: let's the- hear it. At Theo75 says, <sighs> I give Enzo credit for showing up at Survivor Series, hashtag Tweet the Table. And I don't, and I can't imagine that you do either
0: what a thirsty bitch <laughs> right you look like such <laughs> a thirsty bitch yeah. and you thought everyone was gonna yell with you your catchphrase that was cool two years ago i mean oh. what's next you're gonna wear a starter pullover jacket and think it's still cool like you're outdated you're weird you're coke head Allegedly. Um, just go away, man. Go go on the indie scene and make mm. yourself relevant. Don't just mm. say like, I'm hijacking this. Man, that doesn't work anymore. It's it, not that cool. <laughs> have you seen some of the
1: video uh out there where he's getting like snatched straight up out of the crowd? Like the security guards just straight grabbed and it was, him. A
0: security, it was the same security girl yeah. that, a woman right. that uh stopped Rob Grunkowski. Yeah. So man. Employee of the year, right there.
1: Enzo's nothing. She was ready to to de Gronkify Rob Gronkowski, man. He was just going to be Rob Ski. And I mean,
0: like, Enzo, man, that dude was about to get eaten alive. Uh, What a dork. Yeah, what a failed attempt. And you just look so, so needy with the I'm doing great. Obviously not, right? They didn't come to you. You Mm -hmm. went to them saying, I'm doing awesome. Look at me! I'm gonna do a fun catchphrase. Yeah. And here's the thing: your catchphrase didn't even go over well in the section that you were in.
1: Yeah, it, <laughs> the it,
0: people in the own section didn't even say it.
1: It screams of somebody who can't get over what happened. Is what it is. What it really mm-hmm. screams of. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, when you hear the story and you find out, for the most part, you know he was, you know, sounded like he was innocent of, of what was being charged of him. But the situation came down to it sounded like they were looking for any reason to get rid of you at that point. And that's on you, man. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like it is what it is. You're not doing great. You weren't doing great. And man, this was not a great choice either. So,
0: and let it be known for people, you know, uh, in the pro wrestling industry, when you leave WWE, you have two routes. You can go the Enzo Amore route and look like a thirsty bitch, or you can go the Cody Rhodes route and fucking make history. Right. So those are your two pillars choose wisely. And I th- I just think, Enzo, so if you were really about, you know, being the greatest entertainer and yada, 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 you'd make an appearance at ring of honor. You'd make an appearance on impact wrestling. You'd make an appearance at new Japan or, you know, fill in the mm-hmm. blank. I know that his style wasn't the in ring wrestler. So it may not translate to the new Japan, mm-hmm. uh, crowd as well, but there's plenty of avenues yeah. that if you were really about this life, you could, be making an impact
1: but you for sure would not be on spanish announced table wrestling because we're we're not booking you
0: no no, no. i no. mean we you can Movie bring some cupcakes, chairs back allegedly
1: you know like you might yeah yeah we, you know what i don't even want him in the building yeah get All him right. out <laughs> anyway uh let's, we're done having fun at his expense let's move on we'll take our break that we talked about before we got into that dork and we will Smack it right in the middle of it. We'll come right back and we'll talk some Raw and SmackDown when we return to the Spanish announce table.
0: Fun fact, Daniel Bryan is the only person to compete for a different championship at five consecutive WrestleMania events. The Spanish announce table.
1: Top Raw and SmackDown, the fallout of the Survivor Series, which I kind of, out of the big four... I'm going to say is the one I care about the least. Right. And I probably would even say I care about money in the bank more. So mm-hmm. my wife asked me the day after raw that you went to, she realized raw had been in Kansas city. And she went, why didn't you go to raw? And I said, well, we had just went on vacation. we had got these Jake, the snake tickets when that was coming down. I knew, like, I don't know if I want to have another thing to plan and think about, mm-hmm. and and I just knew I was like, this time of year is generally a stalling time for WWE. They just they've come off of their big summertime, their big money time is April, uh, January through April, right? Like they're they're hitting the Royal Rumble, the 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 road to WrestleMania into WrestleMania. Right now is generally like they're stalling while they're writing for the next big couple months, and I was like, so it's generally never like. A huge stuff. It's a hodgepodge of like, hey, throw these storylines together and just kinda, you know, wheel on until we get to the next thing. And that's kind of um I don't know. That's kind of where, you know, like the the, the fallout to me is never really even a big deal. Right. It's just kind of like we're just now gonna start seeing the sprinklings of what they have planned um to get us into the Royal Rumble, but we're not even gonna really know what we're getting for Mania yet because they generally book that on the fly after rumble. So it's really just kind of a, like, all right, here we go. Time for me.
0: It felt like at the end of survivor series, there was going to be fallout, right? They kept mentioning the clean sweep, uh, from raw, even though on the pre-show SmackDown one, but regardless, uh, they kept mentioning, uh, Shane McMahon tweeted, you know, there's going to be, uh, changes that need to be made. Uh, on Raw, going into Survivor Series, Baron Corbin could potentially be named uh, yeah. permanent commissioner like or permanent GM. Yeah, I like yeah. that
1: angle they did on Raw. Yep.
0: Well, going into that, right? But then after Survivor Series, it was like, nah. Baron Corbin goes, hey, can I be... Uh, permanent GM, and then Stephanie's like, "Well, here's another hoop you have to jump through. Now you've got to beat Braun Strowman at TLC." It's like, right, so yeah. then Survivor Series didn't matter, right? So they got a clean sweep, but for Baron well, Corbin, that still isn't good enough. Yeah, and I get that, but you know what I mean, like, so in the bigger picture of things, Survivor Series did not matter. True,
1: right? It did not. No, I like how they played it, where you know, she's just uh, being, you know dirty right you get you're like uh-huh like she's just dangling the carrot in front of this guy right right so, so there is some of yeah. that they can kind of stall and play away with some of that i think but nobody oh well yeah i guess i don't know the angle they're going to go now that bronze out i'm using air quotes for the those with the library we're going to start doing this we can stream this to facebook live at some point we're going to have to do that maybe sometime yeah. after we get more comfortable with this but uh mm-hmm. um yeah it it <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know what they're going do. on SmackDown. Yeah. Had he, I mean, he stole his injuries, right, from doing the coast-to-coast and all that. Yeah. But he just giggled the entire time when Miz lost that weird tag match. So there was no, like yeah you know hellfire and brimstone what? of like coming down for losing all those matches it was just like okay well so, we're just gonna keep on moving
1: so now the injury we're told with stroman is not the legit injury there's like a legit nagging injury i guess and this is we, we try not to go into that but i i i'm trying to get back to the storyline by talking about this mm-hmm. so i don't think it's going to be as long as what a shattered elbow really would be right i mean that's right. gonna be a long term you know what i mean if mm-hmm. you shattered your elbow jeez man done I mean, yeah, he would be, be a long time, and so of course they're going to play into that, right? Braun Strowman, oh my, such a monster, came back in whatever time. But does he mm-hmm. still make? Uh, what they say it was um, when did he have to be? Was it Rumble?
0: Yeah, yes. no, he has to make he has to make TLC. TLC, that's what it was. On, TLC to, to
1: right.
0: take on. Barry that's what Wolfson. I thought it was. Sooner
1: than Rumble. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, does it? Does he make it? I mean, are they still going to play that angle?
0: I don't know. We'll see. But I feel like if they made the match, they're going to fulfill it. You never know anymore. Yeah, because they
1: knew what they were doing that night, right?
0: Right. And they said that at the start of that night. So unless something happened in between that promo and then them doing the elbow thing, I don't know. But – yeah, so we'll see how that goes uh, moving forward. But yeah, uh, in regards to Survivor Series, it was just like you had some things that you could build on, and everyone just went, nah, nah, we're just going to keep going with something else. And so it was kind of anticlimactic. I, I didn't really. The only thing that actually was built on uh, from Survivor Series going into Raw or SmackDown is that people still made fun of Drake Maverick for pissing his pants. That was
1: yeah, it. but what is the, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that one. I mean, I guess it's good it's good to make a guy
0: unlikable, I guess, and and you
1: know, I mean it makes him But
0: the e- picking on thing, I thought we were we weren't bullies, right? Wasn't that the be a star right. don't right. bully? And, and that just, was all the baby faces bullying him.
1: It's easy for him to then go, okay, OP, you know, go beat him up, but I'm kind of be like, yeah, yeah, Man, I, I, yes, I would too. All right. I'm gonna be like, Yeah, OP, go show him, right? Don't beat up my little a little just... You know, it just making shows fun you, of my little brother.
0: It just shows you that whoever's in charge is still in the nineteen eighties way of booking, right? Because uh,
1: his pants you know, <laughs>
0: Well, because you could do the piss his pants thing, right? right? So this is how I would even do it. Okay. All you right. could Ooh, do we get
1: we get T Mac fixes it?
0: Yeah. So he he pisses his pants, big show, it anyone in that You know, moment would go like, what the hell? And just leave them alone. That distracts, I think, Cesaro. Cesaro gets pinned, right? But then on the next night, you have Drake Maverick almost like being pissed off that no one, (laughs) pissed off, pun intended, um, Mm -hmm. that no one's bringing it up, right? So, like, he is in the back in the catering. And they're like, so what What'd you think of the show? And, he, you know, Jake Mavis a- asking, you know, let's just use Rhino and uh, Heath Slater, right? And they're like, oh, it was fine. He's like, so what would you think about me? He's like, hey, you know, things happen. Yeah, things do happen, man. And if you got something to say, I'll kick your ass. I'm like, hey, man, easy. Like the baby faces are like, hey, things happen. You know, Big Show's a big dude. He's scary. It's okay. And Drake Maverick starts bullying him, like, you little son of no, I don't care what you say. I you know, anyone could have done that. And he like over exaggerates and then gets himself into a bad situation, and then the AOP beats him up, right? So you could have had the baby faces still been like, dude, it's totally cool. You're three foot two, he's seven foot five hundred pounds, he was grabbing you by the throat. Everyone would have been scared. And he's like, and then Drake yeah. Maverick was just like, no, you're a dick. You would have pissed your pants too. He's like, no, I wouldn't. No, yeah, you would have. I'll make you piss your pants. I'm going to have the AOP beat you up. And then boom, there you go. Then you can do your match. But you don't have the baby faces laughing and pushing on them. And like, it was like a schoolyard, like yeah. fifth grade bullying. And your whole campaign of be a star. Well, if Chad Gable's your fun baby face, that doesn't look like be a star. So. It just, yeah.
1: Yeah. It really came off wrong.
0: Yeah. The cool thing in independent wrestling across the board and what makes it relevant more so than it ever has, in my opinion, is that they tap into the countercultural, liberal, cool um, progressions that are happening and they make the old things that were stupid or the old things that were. Heelish and they make them babyface, right? So they're, they're not doing that with WWE. They're still doing the if you pee yourself, you are the b- idiot and you're the bad guy, and we laugh at you. When really, if you pee yourself, hey, things happen, man. You know, let me tell you a time when I had this accident here, or, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I just feel like WWE is like 1980s when it comes to just their writing of storylines, like mm-hmm. you know. If someone like Goldust would still be booked as that heel when in ni- in 2018, Goldust would be a baby face, right? Yeah, like the right. way he you know is portrayed. And so they just I don't know, they're out of yeah. touch.
1: All right, well let's move on here, man. Uh, one that stuck out to me too was Ambrose Rollins. What'd you think of the whole you know running long overnight? I mean, it's it's something they've done before, right? Come find me and you know the guys always just kind of a step ahead. But I liked some of Ambrose's moments, right? The calling out the Roman thing. That was a pretty uh, you know, iffy move to say like, oh, he got what he deserved from God, basically. Because and kind of that that it's a little bit better even than the <laughs> when the one night in Milwaukee was dropped. It's that like, oh yeah, everybody loved us, man, but we weren't we weren't good people, right? Like,
0: yeah. like ooh, what? Right? Right. I liked it. I you know, one thing that really irritates me about uh, the IWC is we go, we missed the Attitude Era when things were crazy. And they do one lukewarm thing. Hey, man, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. well, what are you wanting? Are you wanting us to do the extreme, you know, big boss man hanged from a Hell in the Cell? Or are we just doing Lucha House Party? Like, mm-hmm. pick what the fuck you want. And if we try to blur the lines, don't get fucking pissed and create hashtag Cancel WWE or whatever it is because they pushed the envelope a little bit. Right. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. You know? Remember, yeah. Randy Orton said that Eddie Guerrero went to hell after he died. He said that to Ray Mysterio. Remember I know that?
1: I remember that. And it was like So Ooh. it's
0: okay, right? And and let's stop stop acting as if Roman Reigns has died. He's alive. He can voice out his opinion and say, Hey, you know, on Twitter if you wanted to, like, hey, uh Dean Ambrose what the fuck yeah, or you know, whatever he wants to say. Yeah. Bro. I'm not a part of this. And then we could be like, okay, Hey, let's, you know, let's take a adjustment to this going forward, but he's not saying anything. And so we're assuming, you know, in breaking kayfabe here, we're assuming he's all right with it. And yeah, that it's been will. cleared yeah. because those two guys, you know, are pretty close friends. So I like it. And if we're, if we're going back into the storyline, because again, you know, in the story of Jesus, someone has to play the devil. And someone has to do the bad things. And that's what has to be done sometimes. Not mm-hmm. everyone can be running the PC yeah. fucking line and be like, no, everything's fine on both ends. There's no friction. Yeah. Stupid. Nothing happens with that.
1: Hey, what about she's still not good. But I like that they're having Nia Jax play into the you know, the the punch. Right. And she's, you yeah. know, playing in the fist and she's just yeah. kinda like, All right. like, cause that's what she should be like. Hey, the big show before he just overuse it and it was worthless. But the, Hey, look at me like mm-hmm. one square. My fist is big in your face. Like, Oh, I just half, like half speed punch. I'm going to knock you out.
0: Well, I just like that they they leaned into it, right? So, mm-hmm. remember when Steve Austin broke his neck and the next night Owen Hart wore a Owen oh, 316, I just broke your neck. Yes. That's what you do. Like you right. go into it. And Becky's fine, you know, big picture I'm talking about. She's fine. She's going to be coming back, you know, in due time. So yeah, lean into it. Now I still think we're seeing Nia Jax way too much. There's too yes. many segments with Nia and Stoneface Tamina. We need to fucking pump the brakes on pushing that as much. But if you're gonna show her, yeah, let's lean into it because that's the only time she's really getting boost. Is because we're like, hey, you really fucking suck as a person, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. good heat, right? Eventually, hopefully, someone throws a empty uh plastic cup at her or something, you know? Let's get back to the real fun of the Attitude Era, throwing shit at people.
1: Right, okay. Um, let's hit hashtag tweet the table and bring up at Katie the first lady. So it's at Katie one S-T lady. So are The New Day the go-to team for holiday theme matches Hashtag trick or street fight. Hashtag Thanksgiving feast fight. My money's on a hashtag miracle on 34th street fight come Christmas Day. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, Yeah, man. Of course. Well, because the new day's to go to for any gimmicky weird nonsense that's just filler and like a, you know, pump up the crowd fluff.
0: Yeah, I I think they've built up enough goodwill to where we get it right. Like they've done enough consistently great things in their body of work where they do this stuff now. And it's like, well, that's okay because we remember the good old days. You're stale. Apparently no one has to leave this group or wants to leave this group. So we're going to keep trotting you out there. It stays consistent with who they've always been. So it's not like a break and like a, wait a minute, what? Now you guys are doing this stuff. But yeah, someone has to do it. So might as well be them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, gosh, Charlotte goes out and beats up both of the Iconics, like beats him and beats him up. And then, uh... which
0: it's, I showed you this tweet. Um, I think I sent it to you. Uh, let me try to find it real quick here. Becky Lynch. Yeah. So, um, Charlotte does her best Becky Lynch impre- impersonation, right? Right. And on Twitter, uh, someone tweets at Becky Lynch. They said, is the man going to make an appearance tonight at Becky Lynch? And Becky Lynch says, I think I already have. Got fined 100000 and beat the Iconics, apparently. <laughs>
1: yeah, and that's I mean, so funny. Charlotte is
0: just being uh, Becky Lynch. And yeah. guys, stop that. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Yeah. Stop making your thing our thing. Like, you got away with it once with Daniel Bryan, right, where that was our thing, you didn't want it to happen, eventually you gave in, you made your thing our thing, and it all worked out. It was a great marriage. But this is too blatant. We want Becky Lynch. We want Becky Lynch.
1: So you brought that up, and at B underscore double underscore D also chimes in with a hashtag tweet the table. By the way, you listening at home can play along. Hashtag tweet the table on Twitter, and I might be talking about your damn name. At B underscore double underscore D says, So the crowd begs for years for heel turns by Cena and reigns who were the wwe's choice as the man but who they turn they turn daniel bryan who was the one crowd choice as their man weird hashtag tweet the table
0: yeah (laughs) now i liked it a little bit because i feel i mean well that's past the daniel bryan you're right yeah Yeah, the yes movement, as great as it was and as fun as it still is to do, that was 2015. Mm -hmm. We're going into 2019, right? And we always say stay ahead of the curve. You know, uh, we like our product to be proactive, not reactive, as, as we talked about in the first segment. So a heel turn Daniel Bryan of the two. I think uh, between him and AJ Styles, I would have preferred Daniel Bryan to go heel because we've seen AJ Styles go heel. That's pretty cool with the Bullet Club, the Rubber Band Club, and they could do that again, right? Beat up Daniel Bryan instead of beat up John Cena. They could do that again and yada, yada, yada. But we hadn't seen Daniel Bryan go heel since before his, his first world title win over Big Show you know, in 2014 it was. So this was good. And man – in my opinion, he hit a home run with this Raven meets the Yes Movement meets Pearl Jam, even flow, fucking weird third person talk stuff. I thought it was great. I think going forward, he can knock this out of the park. Uh, he's creepy. He's weird. He looks weird, so we're playing into that already. I think it's great. I like it. I I agree with B Double D where it's saying like the one guy that we said don't do this to, they did it to, <laughs> right, right. but. In the bigger picture of all the guys available, because Kevin Mm -hmm. Owens isn't available, because Sami Zayn isn't available, you know, I felt like it was okay for him to do that, and he did great.
1: Yeah. One other thing, at b underscore double underscore d had to say on Twitter also was Randy versus Rey Mysterio. I literally couldn't give less of a shit. Hashtag tweet the table, and I couldn't even give lesser of a shit, man.
0: I just don't. You know. Yeah, and I agree. I, I agree in this regard. It's not good. It, well, it's, it, it was kind of cool to see Rey Mysterio lose his mask and the heel raise it up over his head as he walked away. Right? Like if I write that down on paper say, hey, you know how we're going to end the show? All-time greatest ever luchador Rey Mysterio loses his mask to a heel as the heel walks away. You'd be like, okay, I could buy into that. Mm-hmm. The thing where it's lost, and again, SmackDown, I think it's the best show on television. Still to this day, I think it's the best show on television in regards to pro wrestling. However, the, we need to get away from these old, reliable people, right? It would be cool if Lars Sullivan made his SmackDown debut and took the mask of Rey Mysterio, Right? That's a huge impact. That's right, a, We're right. throwing this guy right to the main event picture. What can he do? We're going to find out. It's new. It's fresh. It's cool. But Rey Mysterio and Randy Thornton, as I men- mentioned in the Dean Ambrose uh, segment that we talked about, they were feuding in 2006, 12 years ago. Yeah, a long time ago. And it was very similar to you suck. I'm better. I'm going to make your life. Hell man. Come on. That's where it gets lost on me. If you do the perfect way, in my opinion, that you mix this great, you know, established talent is you mix them in with the youth, right? Like CM Punk got his biggest name outside of WWE in a storyline with Raven. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, That's how you do it. You know, you mix the old with the new. And you don't have to have the changing of the guard each time, right? You could have the old hand, the old lion, beat the young lion and establish, you know, more credibility. But stop doing Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton. Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton. It's like we've seen this for so long Mm -hmm. you know shane mcmahon randy orton i don't care miz uh kofi kingston no like we have to have new infused talent if you're going to move this talent up stop just moving them up have them do one thing and then run away stop with the old and the old mix the old with the new that's what i like i like the storyline just not the participants
1: i like it i like it um, at
0: Chris Mercado
1: 23 says 2018 is the year of pro wrestling and hitting people in the dick Nakamura, Daniel Bryan and now Dean Ambrose hashtag to the table well 2018 is the year of the new idea when 2017 was the year of pro wrestling wasn't it? well was every year is the
0: year of pro wrestling well every year is really the, re- right. the year of pro right. wrestling That's but right. That's right. yes it is the year of the new idea but we we'll pro apparently wrestling apparently
1: the new idea was hitting people in the dick
0: yeah you know what you're going to do?
1: Hmm. Hit you're people in the dick.
0: Well, you're going to have kids kicking people in the dick.
1: Right? right. Yeah, we can't can't do the curb stomp, but... Kick them in the dick. Kick them in the dick. Punch kids him are going to know that that works. Kansas City cunt punt. Just...
0: There's Bam! a compilation. I think I sent it to you. There's a compilation yeah. of AJ Styles and his entire career just getting kicked yeah. in the dick repeatedly, mm-hmm. from like TNA to now. It's hilarious. Um,
1: hey, at Hallmark of Swede, remember this guy? Uh, oh yeah. Who I th- we think is Ty Dillinger? We're not sure, but we think he might be. Um, he does. Did- so- yeah we think he definitely might possibly absolutely is hashtag tweet so the allegedly. table allegedly says hashtag i've been on the bandwagon since his first match in his current gimmick still love him and he included a tweet uh like a link to a tweet right mm-hmm. and because i was like well who's he talking about right because i just pulled this up on a spreadsheet that automatically populates because i live in the future and uh it goes back to august 30th 2015 that Ty Dillon, excuse me, Hallmark of Sweet tweeted, hashtag tweet the table. I want to see more of the drifter, right? And then he called him mm-hmm. Elijah Sampson. And <laughs> WIRCATA chimes in and says, Elias Sampson. And Hallmark responded, yes, exactly, right? So, but hey, I mean, you know, back then he was saying, I want to see more of this guy, and he's definitely seeing more of him now um what are, what are your thoughts have you enjoyed the rise uh, and where we're at now with Elias or is it just still kind of like a oh Elias is here for you
0: I think I think I still feel the same way as I did a few weeks ago where I said Elias is Val Venus right like we're gonna look back on this generation of wrestlers like mm-hmm. we did in the Attitude Era and I can tell you that a Val showed up. He did some cool things. I can't really tell you any stellar match that he ever had. I can't really tell you a huge feud that he had other than that one time when and Ty tried to chop his dick off. Mm -hmm. But other than that, he was a mainstay and that's how I feel about with Elias, right? So he shows up, walk with Elias. Uh, He has some cool songs. He plays his guitar. Pretty cool. But it's a lot of sizzle, no steak, as I say. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like it's fine, right? I like to do the walk with Elias. And I like his little guitar solos and his fun songs ripping down the city or his opponent, whatever it is. But I don't think we're ever going to go, did you see that one Elias feud with him and fill in the blank? Or did you see that one Elias match where he main evented and had a five-star match with fill in the blank? I don't think we're ever going to say that. So... I feel like Elias is in the perfect spot where he should probably stay his entire career just as Val Venus did, right as a mainstay, but that's about it. I like
1: that. And I guess the last thing I think uh, about over the, the Raw and SmackDown is uh, the Miss Shane deal. Where are we going with this? What do you think this is going to be? What do you want out of this?
0: You know what I guess? This is what I'm guessing. I think we teased that... Shane is going to go heel, right? With the best in the world, undercutting Miz, people kind of like bullshitting. Mm -hmm. I think he may revisit the Survivor Series getting blanked on the main show, 06. And so I feel like this is what I'm guessing that they're going to do. I'm guessing that they are going to go Shane heel, Miz slow burn babyface, After this feud, Miz goes on top as the babyface, beats the heel Shane, and then Shane and Daniel Bryan align to take out the babyface Miz. And so then we're going to have a WWE title match with WWE champion heel Daniel Bryan versus babyface Miz. And that's what we're going to get. We're going to get the feud uh, reignited but with roles reversed. I like it. I like that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I the Miz face thing is is just it's it's never gonna work. But you that's yeah, it's gonna be for a loop. I just don't know. He's a
0: prick. Yeah, we I, like to wanna,
1: boo him. Yeah, you want to hate that guy. I like him. I like the Miz a lot because you know, like I remember watching him when he was uh on the real world, thinking like, hey, that guy's cool. He's a wrestling fan, right? Automatically, more cool points. He might not be cool, but you get a little more cool mm-hmm. points, right? There are definitely a lot of you out there that are not cool, but you have more cool points than you would uh, because you're a wrestling fan. So, um, But I like him, but I want to boo him when I see him. I want to, like He's got a punchable face. He's mm-hmm. so successful. He does yeah. what he wants. He achieves his goals. You know what I mean? Like he just, ah, nobody likes that. The only reason –
0: yeah, the only way I think a Miz-type character keeps getting cheers is if he doesn't change, right? So if the circumstances around him change – but he does it. We can't make him sympathetic. We can't have him getting beat up three on one. Because, yeah, fuck that guy. But if he can be this delusional, like, I'm still the greatest in the world, like, dust myself off. Look at me. I got Gucci shoes and stuff. You're like, this lovable now, loser. Now like, you know if you can do the lovable loser thing, that gets cheers. But I if guess. you want to make Ms. babyface all-American guy – no, just like you said, he has a punchable face. He mm. talks weird. He has a doughy kind of body. I'm going to fucking hit that yeah, guy. I don't like him. I don't like the way he talks.
1: It's got to be something different. And I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe that's a, a, a homework assignment for you there, uh, Tom, uh, to figure something out. But how could you turn Miz without, you know, making him just something completely different that he isn't? But Miz has been in this a long time. So if somebody mm-hmm. you would think would pull this off, should be able to pull it off. Now, he hasn't ever really had like a meaningful big face run. You know what I mean? Well, remember,
0: they tried to do like the he's going to be Ric Flair's protege and he started doing the figure four. That was fucking stupid. Like I said, if you're going to do him babyface, make him the the delusional slapstick. He just ends up falling into a victory kind of babyface. It's it's
1: not something like if if you want to do a credible, right? Like a guy that they were like, you can't.
0: Not with him. uh, No.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you do it. I just don't know. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, you got anything else that stuck out to you, man, before we take a break and come back and talk about, you know, what we're thankful about? I miss what, Becky what Lynch. Yeah, well, more on that uh, in the next segment, yeah? Yeah. Right? Yeah? Yes. Segway. All right, Tom, we're going to take a break. We will come back, and we're going to each tell you what we're thankful for in the wrestling world uh, this year, 2018, the year of the new idea, when we come back to the Spanish announce table.
0: Fun fact, Charlotte was the first woman in WWE to main event Raw, SmackDown, and a WWE pay-per-view. The Spanish announce table.
1: Hey, Tom. Thank him. Thanks. Thanksgiving is tomorrow uh, right here in the U.S. of A, uh, the best dirt in all the world, better than any other dirt so good we should surround it with a tall wall um not paul wall we're not going to surround it with paul wall remember that guy bunch um, of grills grills right yeah now maybe we surround it with a bunch of grills maybe we just, maybe we maybe we consult with paul wall and we build a tall wall of grills y'all and we will uh, uh we'll all give thanks then right because that's what we do here In these American states that are Um, united-ish. Tom, uh, we discussed our plans earlier in Thanksgiving, so uh, we've got that out of the way. But there comes a time in in those festivities where everybody gives thanks, right? Often, right? Most people say, what is something you're thankful for, right? It's Thanksgiving. What is something you're thankful for? And you go, I'm thankful for, you know... Steve's heart, you know, held up this year, right? It didn't tick out when they said it would, right? Or whatever it is, right? And uh-huh. um my apologies to any uh family members of Steve <laughs> out there. Um uh, or maybe not, you know, congratulations, Steve. It sounds like everything went well. But Tom, this is a wrestling show, right? We're sitting around our wrestling yes. Thanksgiving table, right? It's just us because 'cause we've got no friends. Well, our table friends showed up, had a bite to eat, but now they've gone. Right, and we're left, and we're gonna we're gonna get ready to do the dishes. But I went, Tom. I forgot to ask you, what are you thankful for this year in wrestling?
0: All right, well, I will start it off. I am thankful for the best wrestler in 2018. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, yes, I like this. It yeah. kind of started a little bit tongue in cheek with the puns and uh, the funny. Um, Promos. It got a little bit silly, but it was still good. And the in-ring action provided by this wrestler was still on par or better than their contemporaries. Mm-hmm. But then, mm-hmm. this wrestler made a change. And now, mm-hmm. this wrestler is the hottest Natalia. thing going in all of pro wrestling. I am speaking about... Bobby Roode. Straight Fire. Mm-hmm. The Miz. The last kicker, Mm. the man, the man, woo, Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch. Uh, I cannot believe how great she is. She is exactly what you needed in 2018, with the women's movement being pushed to the forefront. You needed someone to captivate both the male and female audience, not just one and alienating the other. I feel like with her grit, determination her storyline that everyone can buy into the I have to work twice as hard for everyone or to get what everyone gets that just comes to them I feel like her in-ring work has always been on par or better than uh her contemporaries such as Charlotte Sasha Banks Bailey Natalia and her promos and then also in the Year of 2018, where social media is king or queen, however you want to say it, she is killing it on there as well. She is so awesome. I am so thankful for the reemergence, the star that is straight fire, the man.
1: Straight fire, the man.
0: Becky Lynch.
1: Becky Lynch. Tom, I told my wife the other day, I said, By the way, wife. I grabbed her. I said, Wife? <laughs> <laughs> slap shit out of me <laughs> no i said uh i said hey man the hottest thing She, said, you know quasi interested in some wrestling stuff because of total divas right she didn't watch wrestling at all mm-hmm. but loves the total divas the total bellas all that and knows the miz and missus and all that so i said hey the hottest thing going in wrestling right now is an irish woman and she was like an irish woman i was like yeah her name is becky lynch she was just like All right, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I could see she was kind of like, and I was like, I don't think you understand the gravity of this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and it's not, it wasn't forced. It wasn't. It's organic. Yeah. It's been organic. And what has shocked me the most out of this, because I think if we rewound it back to when we realized they were going, you know, kind of with Becky Lynch in this manner, uh, at the very start of it, I was like, I don't know that she's going to be able to pull this off. And holy crap. Was I dead wrong? The swagger and the confidence mm-hmm. and the just complete, just like, likability of it all is amazing. She's, as you said, the best <laughs> thing in 2018 is Becky Lynch. And it's great. And the best part about it is calling herself the man. I mean, it's just so great. I mean, it just flies into everything. It's just like, what? What? I'm the man. What are you? You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's man. a
0: mindset. It it's, right. it doesn't have to deal with sexual orientation or gender. It's right. a mindset. When when Ric Flair said to be the man, you have to beat the man. He wasn't saying, but uh, women disregard this statement. I'm only speaking about the male roster. No, it's the number one right. person in the corporation or the organization. And I, what I also like about ladies. yeah, take what, back and the thing that I,
1: the broader term the man to represent humanity. All right.
0: Right. And what I like about her storyline is it doesn't alienate one gender over the other, right? It's not like, well, I'm a woman and I can do everything a man does. And I put my hands on my hips and that's that. Well, because that's off-putting to someone who says, like, cool – You're just doing what I do as a man. Like that doesn't make you better than me. What she's saying is I'm beating everyone's ass. I'm working harder than you. I'm doing this better than you and more people like me than you. So suck it. And you go, well, like, damn, that's legit.
1: Like, she's the man. That's
0: a thing. Yeah. That's a thing that we can all get behind where it's, I'm working harder than everyone. I'm the first one here. I'm the last one to leave. I'm, you know, competing every night with bumps and bruises and aches and pains. I'm going in there and I'm beating the best in the world in Charlotte and Sasha and Naomi and all these girls. And I'm blowing up on Twitter. I have 10,000 retweets or a hundred thousand know, likes or whatever it is. And you go like, well, I can't dispute that. It's not a gender thing. It's an individual. I'm, I'm you know the what? best. And we all say like
1: concede and go like, yep, you're right. Uh, it, it, that one stuck out to my wife. And I was like, she calls herself the man. Uh, she was just kind of like, oh, and like kind of took that one away. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, and it's great. And it comes off wonderful. Like everybody loves it. And she was just like, hmm. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I feel like it's almost like I, it reminds me of Razor Ramon. It's the oozing machismo, right? Like she's just got a strut and like, a, I am the coolest. I'm the fittest. I'm the most badass. I'm just the tits. I am the man. Right? Like, yeah, it's just it's, everything.
0: Yeah, it's just the swagger of, yeah, you know it, right? You know what it reminds me of a lot of, too? Uh, now, she's more boastful and in-your-face about it, mm. but, like, remember Ken Griffey Jr.'s uh, bat swing when it mm-hmm. just looks so effortless, right? So he just hit a home run, and you're like, you're right. God damn, that motherfucker right there. Or a there. Steph Curry
1: half-court shot, where you're just like, what?
0: The guy was,
1: you know what I mean? He was looking at his knee. What are you talking
0: about? Yeah. Yeah and it's just it's just incredible how effortless he, she makes it look with the retweets or the replies or the matches you know the the uh last woman standing match was maybe the best women's match of all time. Mm-hmm. Now credit Charlotte in there too, right? It takes two to tango. Like you have to have a good partnered in there as well. And Charlotte to her credit has been consistently amazing. Right? So you go back to her feud with Paige, her feud with Sasha. Now, you know, I don't think it was intended for her to get the booze that she got before she snapped against Rhonda, but you know, she's playing her part well too. She didn't get lost and like drowned it out by uh the booze when she was giving her promos and stuff. So credit to her. She's also doing amazing work. But like I said, I am thankful for the last kicker. Straight fire. The man. Mm-hmm. Becky Lynch. All right,
1: then let me tell you a little something I'm thankful for here, Tom, uh, with the wrestling uh this year and it's it's what I feel is an attempt by the WWE, right? To have longer, deeper storylines in their writing. And I don't know if you've noticed this. They're not necessarily hitting the mark on good ones all the time mm-hmm. that I think, mm-hmm. but there definitely is an attempt. There was that one night in Milwaukee attempt, this Dean Ambrose Seth Rollins thing, uh some oh the the Samoa Joe AJ Styles thing right like mm-hmm. there just feels like there's a little bit more into it maybe they hired some better writers recently I don't know what do
0: you think well they definitely haven't hired me so they haven't hired the best The best. Um,
1: hashtag but, hire act.
0: yeah but they are doing a little bit more yeah and I agree there is a little bit more attention to detail now saying that you know we'll see how Survivor Series plays out but it feels like they've just kind of forgotten about that storyline also you know uh the brothers of destruction and DX were a a mainstay for like three weeks. And now no one's as a peep. And I get it. Cause triple H got hurt, but like that just all went away and whatever. But With the storylines that they do invest in, it feels like, like you said, they are going a little bit deeper. They're now going back to Samoa Joe, uh, home invasion of AJ Styles, things like that. Uh, The Dean Ambrose, you know, you know what we did when the cameras were off, getting the audience intrigued into a little bit more of just the, well, that guy doesn't like that guy or this girl doesn't like this girl. Uh, Even the Becky Lynch Charlotte, you know, the – Hey, you took this away from me. I had to work for that my shot, and you just came back and got the shot, and that's why I'm pissed at you. And so I agree. It, it, it is uh, de- definitely a noticeable change. Uh, I think there obviously the there needs to be tweaks made, but I agree. I like it. I am thankful for that as well.
1: Okay, what else, man? You got some? You 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 seem like a guy who. <laughs> doesn't just stop when you're thinking you don't just stop at one response to yourself seems like you come up with more than just one answer whenever you ask yourself a question so you got some other things you're thankful for
0: yeah and you know what i'm thankful for in 2018 that impact wrestling seems to have righted the ship and got back on course and is giving us a good product now I'll say this with a caveat. I don't get the channel, so I'm not catching each and every episode. I'm catching highlights and you know packages that they're putting together, so it's their best stuff on YouTube. But I like what I see, right? So you have Brian Cage, you have Johnny Impact, you have LAX as the champions, another badass woman, you got Tessa Blanchard as their impact um champion. Then you got other people which you know I don't know his status. It could be a shoot, could be a work. I think kind of it's a little bit of both. But Austin Aries, right? He was the champion, walked off, no sold the uh, Johnny Impact's finisher. We don't know what's up with that. I still think that's a work, but we'll see what happens. Um, But I really like what they're giving us. Joe Henry and his um, fun little videos with my best friend, my friend, my friend, my best friend. Friend. And you got Grado, Eli Drake, um, and then you got new additions like Ethan Page. I like him. Uh, haven't seen too much of him, but what I have seen, I liked. Um, so I like that Impact Wrestling seems to have, you know, got away with the "Who left WWE? Come here and give it a second shot." You know, they've gotten away from that a little bit, and they've invested in "quote unquote." Homegrown talent. I know Johnny Impact and those people aren't homegrown, but they're not WWE tainted. I guess you could say Tessa Blanchard. To me, I don't think of WWE. LAX, the new LAX. You know, none of those, at least to, to best of my knowledge, are NXT or WWE guys. Um, Brian Cage, obviously, not a uh, WWE person. So it's good that they have a roster here that I can invest in. It looks like Don Callis is, you know. Uh, getting control over storylines and um, consistency, and I like what I see. Again, I don't get to see the product each and every week because it's on a channel that I don't get, but what I have seen, I've really enjoyed. So I'm thankful that uh, it seems like Impact Wrestling is uh, figuring it out.
1: I, um, on your suggestion, had tried to watch some of the (laughs) Impact Wrestling and um, did like what I saw and then thought, man, I'm gonna try to stay on top of this. And it's hard to do that, man. When, when you have little time and the deal is in something like wrestling, you got to stick around long enough to catch the new storylines. Cause that's when you're gonna get invested, right? You catch it in mm-hmm. the middle of a storyline. You're kind of like, yeah, all right, But I don't, I don't get it. Right. So, mm-hmm. and, and the things I never just was able to put in that time. So I'm also thankful that you're able to watch all that and find all that content to talk about right here on the Spanish Announce Table that I was unable there to There you right? go. Yeah, so you know what else I'm thankful for, Tom? It's quiz time here, Tom, on the Spanish Announce Table. Tom, you remember what my first thing I told you I was thankful for?
0: Storyline writing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So that ties in well to the next thing I'm thankful for, and it's Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa's overarching storyline that, of course, probably even started before this year, but, you know, um, just this is what we're talking about here, right? Like this is a yep. long running interwoven uh back and forth, like with twists and turns and, and plot twists, right? It. Just, this is it, right? This is hitting a home run every time. And then the ability for them to spurn off of it and take something from it. Right. And now do their own things and just be hitting that out of the park. I mean, that it, it was an amazing run for these guys together, and they're still kind of going on it, and I'm sure it's just going to veer back into itself down the road here somewhere.
0: Yeah, I think their trilogy of matches on the NXT TakeOver shows has been spectacular. I think that we're going to look back and realize how special this is you know, years uh, down the road. I think we're going to go, like, remember how great their last man standing match was. Remember how great their one-on-one, you know, first match was. And, and the the little details. And they're still going on with details, right? Uh Tommaso Ciampa is saying how proud he is of Johnny Gargano going heel. So it's not as if they've forgotten about each other. They still mention each other uh, as they move into different feuds. And so, yeah, I just love it. I think it's fantastic. The The best storyline from, and it's not finished, but from start to air quotes finish yeah. is Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano. It's perfect.
1: Could that entire body of work that we just discussed, right? That thought that. that Champa Gargano saga, right? Mm-hmm. Could all of it equal the immense greatness of the greatest match of all time, Melina versus Alicia Fox?
0: Could it? I could mean, we don't have get the ahead discussion? of yourself. Could
1: we have the discussion? Yeah.
0: We, we could definitely discuss, but let's not be disrespectful.
1: Yeah, okay. You're right, right. It's Thanksgiving. Why would yeah. I... Why would I be so disrespectful? All right, what else What else are you thankful for then? Let's get back on the positivity track.
0: I am thankful for, now, as you guys know, and girls, uh, I do have the WWE Network, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you pay for what it. Am I, I paid for it. You I pay, pay for, for it each it. and every week. A
1: right. month.
0: <laughs> now, I am... A uh, follower of independent wrestling, but as I mentioned, I don't have the Impact channel. Some of the uh, independent promotions I catch if the moments go viral, things like that. But I can't stay on top of it, but there's certain people that I like, right? Mm-hmm. There's even still certain people that I haven't signed in WWE that I follow casually that I, I think are really great. Jeff Cobb comes to mention, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or comes to mind. Uh, obviously, Kenny Omega, all those guys. Um, not the Young Bucks, but the rest of them. I like a lot, right? Right. Well, one of those guys that I would follow, he was in progress. Um, He was on some other independent circuits. Uh, I actually met him. I worked one of his last MMA fights before he went full-time pro wrestler. His name is Matt Riddle. And I am so thankful for the bro movement, bro, Bro. coming to NXT, right? I wanted to follow this more – intently i wanted to know the details i wanted to see it flourish on my television screen and now that matt riddle has signed to nxt i have that capability at my disposal it's a little bit easier now to follow it i don't have to seek after and you know download this website find this app, put in my website you know put in my email address tell you my blood type and favorite color like i can just follow it on wwe network with nxt matt riddle as a Keep gushing about him. I think he's awesome. I think he's already ready for the main roster. I think he's got the charisma. He's tough as nails. The MMA background, the surfer vibe is unique. It makes him stand out. I am so thankful that Matt Riddle is on NXT. It's
1: like Matthew McConaughey started wrestling, right? Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. was as if, yeah, it's like um, uh, Kelly Slater. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's like Kelly Slater decided to become a professional fighter. That's Mm -hmm. what it would be like. Mm -hmm. It was—it's so so cool. I just think he's awesome. Like I said, I think the whole bro, like, it's so cool to get that the dynamic of like, hey man, we don't have to fight, but if we do, I'm gonna win. Yeah, nobody's ever really you know done
1: that at least that i can recall anywhere close to well if they ever right. even really tried it i mean it, it, and he does it right cuz you just totally believe that that's that guy i mean and it is um, yeah. but so i mean yeah it's done it's done very well for sure
0: yeah he's he's the total package cuz you know he's a guy that like you know he's good looking enough to steal your girl um he's tough to where he can kick the shit out of you but then it's not like it's almost well, like you. the thing where well, it's almost like the thing where you're like, hey, man, do something bad so I can hate you. And you're like, but you, I, you haven't. God dang yeah, it, right. you asshole. But then the bro thing, it just fits. He looks like a bro. He, he looks does. like a muscled-up bro. bro. He's
1: a bro. Yeah. He's a muscled-up bro. That's right. Yeah, I like that. I All love right. him.
0: I, I think, like I said, I think he's main event ready. Uh, not main event ready, main roster ready. Uh, I think he's awesome. All
1: right, well... I'm Captain Awesome. And I'm awesome. And I uh, Where are you going with this. I am awesomely <laughs> thankful uh for something that I'm stalling here, right? Because I'm I'm trying to make sure I word this in a way that's <laughs> That's really not going to stall the heat that I'll probably get for this from some of the people. And remind you, hashtag tweet the table on Twitter, or you can send hate mail directly to at tmac underscore eight one six. Easy. I am thankful for the return of Roman Reigns' illness. What Jesus Christ? Now, man. Let me say why here, okay? All right. Remember, at TMAC underscore 816 for all you It's 2018, the year of the new idea. And I'm thankful that this unfortunate incident that I feel sorry for for Roman Reigns and his family has forced WWE to come up with new ideas, right? Even if they're have this idea that, Hey, Roman Reigns can come back from this. And we've said this. He could Eric Berry within a year was back on the football field. Right. Yeah. But even Mm -hmm. if they did, that made them go, well, crap, what if he's not right. And it forced them to go, all right, what do we got to do? Right. And you're starting to see some of that play out now. Listen, it's a bad thing, right? I'm not thankful that he, his illness has returned, but I'm thankful that his illness returning has forced WWE To finally realize that 2018 is the year of the new idea. So right before the year's end,
0: they're going to figure it out.
1: They should have listened to us the whole time.
0: Right? Well, they definitely should have listened to us.
1: Right. Especially me. And send all that hate mail to at TMAC underscore 816.
0: At the awesome voice. Jeez. (laughs) This guy. Ooh, man, are you hot? Is it hot in the, in the yeah, studio here? Yeah, it's uncomfortably hot. We're here I like in that st- you got the heat this episode, not me. I feel like I was the straight man, and you were the, uh, the, the heat magnet. I like it. I feel like throw if Andy Anderson sure. is
1: listening, he's going to throw me a bone, and he's going to at TMAC underscore 816 and give you a right working over for this one, right? I mean, he's going to really be like, dude, are you serious? How dare you? Um, so, you know, if you're listening, Andy, hey, man, I, I love you, you know, we— miss you man we we sat there at the bar and we had some drinks it was a good time we should do that again man tom's never done that with you
0: because i haven't had the option you jerk he Not hasn't made the Andy, time for you. you
1: he hasn't made the time for you
0: so right. remember
1: at tmac underscore 816 uh on the twitter on that hate man but it is thanksgiving right everybody and it's the year of the new idea so before this year is over think of some new ideas that you can play out in 2019 and and remember to be thankful for what is here and here and now in 2018 and, and where you're headed and where you've been and those around you. Like the Spanish dance Table, we're here, we've been, you know, that's another thing I'm thankful for. Yeah, bonus, bonus, Tom, Re- the return of the Spanish Nouns Table.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I, I like our new format. I like uh, the clean cut in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not exhausting or laboring or droning at least that's what I think. Right. Um, so I really like yeah, well, this uh, yeah. version 2.0 of yeah. the Spanish Stable. table. Right.
1: Yes, me too. All right, well, then we need to take a break. So I got to get out of here and, and do some stuff around the house and, you know, prepare for Thanksgiving and, and all that. So we'll just come back next week with 237, I think, of the Spanish announce table.
0: Fun fact, Shinsuke Nakamura holds the record for the longest IWGP Intercontinental Championship reign as well as most title reigns. Happy Turkey Day. The Spanish announce table.